it's Audrey Harris, and you are now listening to The Actors' Lounge. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Actors' Lounge. I'm your host, Mel V, and today we have with us a very special guest. Please welcome to the show, actor and singer, Audrey Harris. Hi, Audrey. How's it going? I am healthy and blessed. Thank you so much for having me, Mel V. I'm so excited. Good. I'm excited to have you here, too. And I'm happy to know that you're healthy, you're safe, you're blessed. That's like really good, especially with what's going on right now. It's just crazy. So that's always good to hear. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, so yes, Audrey, I'm, I'm excited to talk to you and hear more about your story. So I know that you actually started performing at a really young age. So talk about how you got your start in acting. Like where did it all begin for you? Well, well, you know, I'm actually an only child. So I think that television and music were my brothers and sisters, you know, and, um, as early as I can remember, I just always needed a, a creative outlet. I started um, singing in church in a gospel choir. And from there, I, I realized I had the ability to really affect people with my talent. I think at a young age, I didn't really quite understand how I, you know, was doing it. But uh, through training and um, through a lot of practice, I realized that it was a calling. So... Yeah, so at a very young age, it just seemed like something that um, came natural for me. Yeah, yeah. And did you know that that's what you wanted to do when you got older? Did you want? Did you know you wanted to transition this into an actual career? It was a fight. You know, my mom uh, was really strict, and she really wanted me to get an education. And um, I think at Hampton University, my sophomore year was when I really, in my heart, uh, became a bit overwhelmed and made a decision to switch over to theater performing arts because I was craving the stage and I was, it was almost like a distraction. So, um, you know, I begged my mother, I said, you know, please, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll get good grades. I'll, I'll stay in school. I'll do my thing, but please let me act. Mm. So, you know, it was a lot of back and forth to New York. I did Showtime at the Apollo, doing a lot of plays, um, a lot of touring shows while I, while I was at Hampton. And um, it really, having that theater background, it really groomed me for um, what was next, mm. which came pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so talk about that. What, what happened next? Like after you um, graduated in school, what were the next steps? Well, after graduation, I mean, I took a very, very brief respite, and after that, I packed my bag, um, had got in my U-Haul, took my little dinky Honda Accord, attached it to the back of the U-Haul, and now I'm really going to like, date myself. Um, there's something called a, a, a Ross Report, I think it was, a Thomas Guide, that's what it was, oh, or I a Thomas Guide. <laughs> Do you remember those? Yeah. Lord. And so I got this map, and I literally drove here cross-country. Wow. And it, it was like just this overwhelming passion. And at the time, I said, you know what? I I don't want to regret anything in life. I don't know if I have the chops to do it, but if I had the bravery to just mm. get there, mm. okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. And just see those palm trees and just get to Hollywood Boulevard and just smell the air. 
the smoggy air. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth, but right? But I did, and I drove here across country, and to look now at, at that map from all the way from Hampton, Virginia, all the way to um, Los Angeles, California. That's a that's a long journey in a U-Haul yes. with a truck attached, with a, your car attached by yourself. By yourself. Oh, my gosh. Yes, ma'am. With, with a Thomas guy. <laughs> <laughs> you and your Thomas guy. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Those are yeah. my friends. Wow. My friend. What did your mom say, like, when you finally decided, like, hey, mom, I'm going to really do this. I'm going to move to L.A. Was she supportive by that time? Did she know you, you were, know, like, really serious? I, you know, I had lost my mom literally, like, right when college ended. Oh it was a, a, yeah, it was a freak accident, but it made me strong. I'm sorry to and hear that. And she, she, you know, thank you for that. Thank yeah. you. Um, but, you know, it, it made me strong because she knew. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's why I mentioned those kind of, those formative years and at Hampton because those that was when I made a decision and she knew then mm. that wow I have never seen my child mm-hmm. so serious yeah. about anything in her life and I don't have any other actors or performers you know in my family or in my sphere of influence at that time so it was really something that was pushing me yeah. outside of me you know and I'm, I'm grateful for it because. I'm a chicken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no way you could be a chicken driving all the way from Virginia to LA. Like you definitely got that fire inside of you because that takes it's, a lot it's, of it's heart. It's a fire. Yeah. I think God takes care of all babies and fools though. And I, I call it may have qualified as, as both back then, but you, <laughs> you know, yeah. You, you definitely have to have that passion wow. to, to be an artist. Absolutely, absolutely. So when you got to L.A., what was that transition like for you? It was tough. Um, those first, like, six months to a year, you know, it's always getting that, that golden ticket, that sad card. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, coming from a right-to-work state, I had done a lot of theaters and a done some touring shows, had, had, you know, done, done some singing and, but it was nothing like getting here and getting in the real world and saying, okay, what does it take to get network auditions and to be respected for your craft and to get good? It was a lot of years of getting good. You know, Mm -hmm. people say, Hey, I want to be an actor. Yeah. But where have you trained? Mm -hmm. And what type of experiences, good experiences have you, have you built? that you have in your, your arsenal, your skill set as a performer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's one thing to, to be good, but it's another thing to kind of walk in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that took some time. Um, but those that, that first couple of years, it was just being acclimated to um, California rent versus, <laughs> yeah, I, just... I think, Virginia rent and, you know, um, just really just I immersed myself in in film and mm. um and then I think about a year in I um I booked a, a touring show here and um did some touring for for a year or so um with oh. a real great show and, oh was that the um, play? was it the bachelorette 
It was. Okay. Yes. Okay. Awesome. You're good. Yes. Thank the you. rest of us <laughs> Okay. Cool. Wow. Yes. And so um, I think that that was um, my first introduction into meeting a lot of people here. So, okay. Oh, so you um, booked that while you were in L.A.? Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That show started here in Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. So then you, you like, you were doing a lot of theater and stage, you know, like you said, your schooling was, you know, you studied theater. Um, how was the transition? Cause I always hear a lot of people say, you know, when they come from theater, it is different. You have to make the adjustment when you start doing TV and film. So, how was that for you? Did you have to make major adjustments or was it just like, you know, you have your skills and you just apply them? I think that always when you're a, a like I'm a true, a true thespian to the world. You know, I believe in training, being, being prepared, doing sensory work, doing the work, you know, mm-hmm. um, from top to bottom. And for me, it, it there, was, there is a transition. There's naturally a transition. And that, you know, you're not as big, Mm -hmm. you know, um, there's no audience there. I'm a ham. I feed off of of an audience. Like, you know, something else comes over, you know, it's like Beyonce and she said her alter ego is is Sasha. I don't know what the name (laughs) of mine is, but I have one and I need to name her. Um, but, um, it, it, you don't, you don't have that. So it was a lot of, again, as you grow on this journey as an actor and you get, bigger and bigger and you're afforded more opportunities, you, you have to constantly keep learning and, and learning how to cater your craft to those, those opportunities. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what kind of role are you auditioning for? Is this, is this a one hour comedy cable pilot, you know, drama? So, um, but all those skills that you have that, that, that you garner, um, by doing stage work and, um, really um, learning your craft and, and really learning how to break down a scene and, mm. and all those, those things that, you know, um, are given, you know, knowing your lines, you know, it's just something that yeah. the theater trains you for that, that are given. Like, that's like, you know, get thrown tomatoes at you. You don't know your lines, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just some of, some of that, that absolutely, um, crosses over, but, but sure, you know, you always have to, um, cater your performance and, um, you know, I'll have you enter your room depending on, on the project and the piece, but that's, that's like with anything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now being out in LA, how long have you been in LA now? Oh, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Okay. You know, that question, that question always gets, you know, uh, actors, you know, Kind of with my, my my drooping, um, but um, I would say about fifteen years. I'm okay. really proud of it. Okay. I, you know, there's a lot of a lot of growing to do, and I got enormous dreams, bigger mm. bigger than myself. You know, yeah. Um, but I'm very proud of of the body of work that I'm that I've built and that I'm building, and um, you know, I've made some really great. Um, adjustments to my plan along the way. So um, I'm grateful for it. Yeah. LA is a tough town. LA is a tough town. That's a, you know, you get a gold star for even, you know, (laughs) 
stay in the first five years. Absolutely. No, it's it's so true. And that's what I was going to ask. You know, I was asking how long you were there because, you know, I have a lot of listeners that are not in L.A. They have desires to move to L.A. And I know, you know, it's been a while now since you made that drive from Virginia and I know things are different. <laughs> so what type yeah, of, so- what type of advice would you give someone listening that wants to make that move? Like what would you say to them and how to prepare mentally, physically, all of that stuff? Ooh, we <laughs> not gonna like my answer. Not gonna like, you're not gonna like my answer. I'm gonna like it. Um, Cause it's going to be real. Well, yeah, yeah, I am because I'm going to say this to you. If the, and, someone, and somebody said it to me, and I was so offended, but I got it. Yeah. I got it. If you can do anything else, mm. do it. Mm. That's the first. That's the first thing. And I'm going to tell you why. Because if you don't have that passion and that drive and that thick skin and that faith, that vertical connect, Mm-hmm. Then you're then you're not going to make it. You're definitely not going to make it in this in this town. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of demons, and it's and and just outside of that, the craft itself really requires you to lend when you really get into it. Everything that you have, it beyond requires you to tell the truth. But physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, mm-hmm. it has to be a soul tie. And like an agreement with God that this is my calling to share my gifting and my light with the world. So if that light is in another area, don't come for the fanfare and don't come for the celebrity because it may be a long time before that comes. So if the answer to that question is, I can't do nothing else, then I'm going to say, come on, but you better be ready. Mm. And I would say before you come, have, you know, have basic stuff. Don't come not ready. Have your head shot. Mm-hmm. Have, you know, um, monologues down. Having have contacted agents here already. I mean, we're in a virtual. There's, there's, you know, there's getting ready to be no excuse with, with regards to locale now. Yeah. Because everything, there's getting ready to be a complete new norm now. Mm-hmm. We, I don't know. We don't. Casting does not know. Everyone is figuring this out as we go. But what we do know know is that virtual streaming, online, self-submissions—that's going to be the ticket. Mm. Put everyone has a cell phone. Put yourself on tape. Enter some of these competitions that are going going online. You never know. I mean, I've booked some of my biggest stuff, like self-submitting myself. You know, so um, I, I say um, get good, you know, be able to break down a script, you know, find there's a lot of great resources online. You know, there are a lot of great master teacher courses and class and classes you can take. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of private Skype sessions that you can do with, with acting coaches and instructors. Uh, Ivana Chubbick, Power of the Actor. That's like my Bible, my acting Bible. It really teaches you how to tell the truth. It teaches you how to control nerves in the room, how to 12 steps. Um, there's like a 12-step program, like 12 steps of how to break down a scene and how to, heat your, and how to get, hit your beats and how to win. And get, to, and, and get, get your vertical connect strong. Yeah. Get to know who you are. Mm-hmm. 
Because cast and directors, is, whether it's on tape or whether it's in the room, they, if you don't know who you are, they are going to see that. It's going to show up in your work. It's going to show up in your headshot. It's, it's accept yourself however, you, whom, however God made you. Whatever you have to offer, we need that. Because you are the only person in the world that can give that. That is the basis. And then the, the last part is, um, you know, this is a very expensive town. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, but like I said, a lot of things can be done remotely now where you can get your foot in the door. And, um, you know, we're going to see in the next six to eight months how this, you know, how this plays out. But I would say safe. You know, this, um, as an artist, you always need to invest in yourself. And I'll, I'll say it like that. Absolutely. No, that's a very good, practical, real life advice. <laughs> that's really good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I don't want to say, you know, you're going to find yourself after an audition going to your car crying because you don't have your rent. But come on. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> yeah. You know, eating oodles and noodles, but you know. Yeah. Like you said, you have that passion inside of you. Wow. Wow. So I know, you know, and you kind of talked about it a little bit, like just having that vertical relationship I know your faith and relationship with God and prayer I know that's a big part of your foundation and a big part of your life um talk about how it's helped you over the years to keep going in the business oh my um well God's love is the only love that never falters and never fails and it's tough you know, it, it took me a lot of years, and I'm, I'm an introverted, um, I'm an introvert with a big big personality, which is an interesting mix. Um, yeah, I would have never I, guessed you were an introvert. <laughs> oh, I'm, well, I'm an only child, so I can, like, this whole quarantine thing, I mean, this is my normal life. Me too. <laughs> I'm with you on that. <laughs> I'm the exact like, same. Some people are struggling. Oh my God, I can't go out. I was like, I wasn't going out anyway. Same. I mean, it's going to go get some bread. It's, it's tough on it, you know. I said, but you know, I'm, I'm really okay, you know. But, but yeah, I just, picking yourself up every day, going out here and auditioning, and it takes a lot of confidence, but most of all, I feel like, to win and cause I'm still on this journey and on, on this race, you know, this is, uh, uh, people say, Oh, well, you know, you're only good as your last project. That's not true because this is a journey. A, 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 this is your career is, is a journey as an artist, mm. you know, and part of your job is to audition. And with that, you know, can come depression. Mm. Um, it can come, uh, uh, just these things that can, attached to your spirit that wasn't here when you came to, with this town, whether it be envy, whether it be self-hate, the no's, no, 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 no. This is a tough, tough business. Mm. And no one ever said it was fair. And no one ever said that this was easy. Um, and there are no overnight successes. That is the biggest lie mm-hmm. <laughs> and the biggest myth. Mm-hmm. And it's so upsetting to hear that this really, really not. So, um, in order to withstand the journey, you have to have your faith. Yeah. And um, I'm on a personal journey to merge faith with, with Hollywood. Because mm. the media feeds the minds of so many people, and I feel like it's our responsibility. Well, my, my responsibility as an artist to um, 
share powerful messages of, of faith and, and hope and positivity. I mean, and we really need it right now. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like having that content out there is very, very important. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to, I think it was uh, last week or the week before I had um, Angela White on here. She's a film producer and she produced <clears throat> a question of faith. Um, it just recently aired on Lifetime. It was the movie already had came out like in 2017, but it had its TV premiere. And it's a it's a wonderful movie if you haven't seen it. Um, but yeah, she, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, it's a really good movie, and you should listen to that episode too because she talks about just like I am. Yeah, she just talks about you know creating faith based content, and sometimes it's hard. Mm-hmm. To, she was like, it's hard to create faith faith-based content because people don't want to back it you know and actors kind of try to stay away from it and you know but it's like so important because they don't want to like box themselves and you know she got pushed back when she made the film you know but she was just like it was her baby like she really wanted to um, make it and her faith is important to her as well so I think it's just really important to push that type of content and get those good messages out there you know so I'm with you 100% on that. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, mm-hmm. and it, that being able to do just, just that. And, and I also want to do some Christian motivational speaking coupled with that, because again, a lot of things is going to be online and, and streaming and, and that kind of thing. Um, and there's just a, a call, you know, you can feel a global consciousness, just mm-hmm. a call for, um, po- more positivity mm-hmm. and more love and, and more light. Um, I actually got to a point in my journey in this industry where I, I took a small break. It didn't last long, but this is how God works when you do what he, when he, what he asked you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually, I really didn't leave the industry, but I, I did in that I, graduated from a seminary program, Loyola Marymount University in pastoral theology a couple years ago. Okay. So I end up going back to school full time. Um, and you know, I really want to create a comfortable space for Christians in Hollywood to say, Hey, you know, I'm a Christian and this is content that I want to create. And, and this is content that we're going to back financially and this is a message that's important and that is needed I definitely think um like I said I agree with you 100 percent, and I think there is a need for that you know and being able to have a space for that where Christian actors can be like you know they don't have to feel like they have to compromise themselves but they're doing what they want to do you know which is acting and being in the industry but they can do it in a way that's you know gonna be (laughs) Christ-like or you know what I mean so I, I think that's really important thank you yeah no it really it really is and 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 it's needed and it's a huge audience for it it's an audience yeah, for it absolutely um now I I actually got to check out the short film that you were in Dear Vivian um you just oh! yeah <laughs> it just premiered oh, no. virtually uh, um, and it was really good. It was a, it was a well done short film. Um, it was, it was, it was third, I think it was like 13 minutes, but in that 13 minutes, uh-huh. you, it was just power packed. You know, I thought it was really well done. Um, talk about the film and how you got a part of the project. 
Oh, thank you so much uh, for watching. It yeah. It is a good film. Based on a true story, mm -hmm. I play Mrs. Strong, mm -hmm. um, the mother of the character um, Vivian, Vivian Green, um, uh, by, played by Angelica Washington. Uh, yes. People may know her from she Netflix's was on the show. Call Girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yes. She oh, was. I to to her. Girl, oh, see, I... you didn't have some hair. You didn't have some good people. I'm telling you. Yes, it's, it's a I it's a loved plan. my conversation with her. It was a great interview. So and when I, sweetheart, she's everything. Christian, so what, yeah, everything. I love her. So when I saw the movie, I was like, oh, I was like, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> so you doing well, her man, hair? That it is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, she plays my dog. Oh, so you had to see the end. I don't. No, I if do. I want to share the end. Yeah, like, let's, not, let's not share it. You know, yeah, let's okay. encourage people to watch it. But yeah. So then we broke your heart a little bit. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was like, <gasps> I didn't expect that. So Yeah. So, yeah. so it, it is. It's power pack is a good piece. Mm. Um, well, I met her years ago um, networking through a, um, a big casting director's workshop, and we stayed in touch. And then her producing pop, uh, partner, Dalila, uh, I met her, I believe, on the audition circuit, and we kept in touch. I always, you know, it's just like like-minded like energy and light. You know, it was just happenstance, and neither one of them knew that they knew me. And when this role came up, like, who can we get to play Mrs. Strong? It, this is how they tell the story. It's, it's crazy. Both of them, like, said my name at the same time. I was like, this is girl Audrey. And I was like, what? Wait, how do you know her? And so, and yeah, and it just kind of went from there. But, I mean, I feel like that was, you know, God sent it, you know. Yeah. My name popped up for the both of them. And you're just talking about, you know, you, I couldn't be any prouder. So well produced, so yes. well produced. Um, it's based on a true story. I mean, it's mm -hmm. so much history there. Anybody listening, anybody, anybody, please go and watch it. Mm -hmm. um, you can find it on YouTube. Just Google Dear Vivian. It's in the link in my bio. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to leave it there for a while because it's, it's really a good piece, and it really mirrors mm -hmm. what's still happening today. Yeah, nothing's changed. That's for sure. Nothing's changed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very, very well done. Um and I wanted to also ask you about, because I know earlier this year you won an award. You won the, I'm going to say the title, you won the Mercury Stage Award for your role in, can you say the, the film or the, um, oh, yeah, the project? Oh, I did. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was such a surprise. It was such a, um, just like a little nudge from God to keep going. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? I was like one of those surprising things. Um, uh, it's Four Queens, No Trump. You Ted Lange, he probably know him from mm -hmm. the Love Boat. He plays the mm -hmm. bartender. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, um, it's his piece, and um, yeah, it was it was such such an honor. Um, I love, like I said, I love 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 that stage. Mm -hmm. I love doing stage work. I love live work. I feed off off an of audience, and um, you know, it was just really great to get up there and do my thing. And sometimes you just say, you know, you just do a good job all the time and sometimes you don't get seen but you know sometimes that you just never know yeah you know that one time like you know you'll get seen and you know you'll get acknowledged and it was just one of those those moments and all the other um 
accolades that, that came with it. Um, you know, beautiful medals and, um, you know, uh, certificates from Congress and the Senate and the state were uh, really, really nice. And now that I'm in quarantine, I've actually taken time and I framed a couple of them. So I got to see few more of them to do. So that was a nice way to start the year. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. Um, and I also wanted to ask you about, because you you actually booked the role of your dreams and you refer to it as like, <laughs> I think I know where you're going with this. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you refer to it as like your big break. So you got the opportunity to play Billie Holiday. So tell me about that experience and that whole process for that. Cause that actually sounds so cool. Like I'm gonna let you talk about that though. That sounds awesome. Um, you know what I do because I can remember being a little girl again that, um, just being the only child and messing around with my aunt and my mom's um, records, uh, playing Billie Holiday in the living room floor as a little kid in the nightgown, like mm. with colors, like it is just, and it, it was a role of a lifetime in the sense that I have never worked so hard and immersed myself in a role, a character role like this in my life and it was you know authorized by the estate and hologram usa so it was a real deal thing and i wanted to make sure that i did this role right mm. you know so it and it's funny because as soon as i said you know what i'm sick of this industry I'm tired of auditioning <laughs> not getting the role going out i'm going back to school and i'm you know mm. i'm just gonna <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how it take works. a break and, and then <laughs> literally six i don't even think i was in school six months and um again self-submitting self oh. this was me self yes i self-submitted for this role mm. and i yep and i Kind of knew, I, I knew what it was, but I never thought I was going to get it. And they looked all over, all over the country for this person. And I just kept going in, third audition, fourth audition, and you just, you know, keep doing what you want to see, three songs. And, mm. okay, well, I have my three songs, and I'm going to go to class. And I didn't think <laughs> nothing of it. Like, like, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. Yeah. And when they finally told me what it was, it's, it really blew my mind. So I spent about a year and a half prepping for the role wow. between being in the studio um, and um, working. I had a full band and dancers working with them, um, working with, with hair and makeup and wardrobe. Um, I wear a lot of her original dresses. Mm. Um, so it was really, really trippy working with the estate, you know, making sure I have her likeness as down as possible. Mm -hmm. Me doing writing a paper and then working, singing a song, working on learning her how she moves, how she ticks. Um, just, I mean, having even her eye movements down. When I tell you, I had it was it's creepy because you know, as an artist, sometimes you go back and you watch projects and you be like, "That's not me." Like mm. that is creepy, yeah. but it is. Yeah, yeah, and my um, my uh, I, I, my play grandmother um, 
Mary, she she's since passed actually, but uh, she was one of the only living people that I know actually seen Billie Holiday in person, seeing up in San Francisco. And she said, you know, if I had her approval, like this was spot on. She was like, kid. You did it. <laughs> like, it was. <laughs> yeah. And so it was something I really wanted to make good because this is, you know, um, her state. Uh, you know, this is paying homage, you know, to her. And um, it debuted. Um, actually, this past January, it would have been two years on Hollywood Boulevard. Mm-hmm. And it was a major tourist attraction for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's. Just really, really uh, amazing. Really uh, amazing. Wow. Um, and they really did a great, yep, did a great job putting it together. Mm. Um, I did a 17-song set list. Mm. Um, really, the wardrobe was just unbelievable, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but just outside of that, I learned a lot about jazz and a lot about that, that time period. That is absolutely incredible. It is incredible, and it's the only hologram, the first um, hologram theater in the world. So this is um, was like the kind of the first of technology. They did try it um, with Tupac at Coachella mm-hmm. about six, five or six years ago, and so mine was was kind of the next. And um, you know, they really did it right, and they really did it well, and and they nailed it. That's wonderful. That is so. That's such big shoes to fill, and such a amazing thing to be a part of. And it sounds like you showed up for it. You know, that's so cool. You know what? She she showed up for it before every song. Before I put on any dress, like mm-hmm. right before I go went out. Um, I would feel her drop in. And it's so funny because I remember watching an interview with Holly Berry and Dorothy Dandridge Mm -hmm. and her talking about how um, she kind of came down to her and she she worked with her and she could feel the spirit of her guiding her Mm -hmm. basically in her movements. And I was younger then. I didn't know if I quite understood what she meant if she was talking about using method acting or... No, that's not what she meant. It's, you know, when you fill somebody's shoes in that capacity, which I had never done, um, there's, their spirit is, is with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't smoke cigarettes, but I was craving, like, I wanted cigarettes, but she smoked. Wow. Um, yeah, like, um, this, I, I was craving mint liquor, but I don't, drink mint but she drank. so I know that sounds crazy but there it was very very visceral for me doing doing this role and I asked permission everything like is this how you want to be this, how do you want me to do this Billy and we and we are not going for any takes until we've all filled it and the band was amazing the dancers were amazing it's just amazing show yeah that sounds amazing wow that's awesome I feel like you have accomplished so much and you taking that trip from Virginia to LA like it sounds like it's definitely been worth it you know ups and downs included like that's a part of the journey but it just sounds like you're you know really fulfilled in what you're doing and that's amazing thank you very much sometimes it doesn't seem like enough and you want more Mm -hmm. you know um but that's why I say that it's 
it's a journey. Yeah. And um, you do have to be grateful for what you have done. Yeah. And and um, the the and I'm grateful for the skill set that I've 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 built. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it may not be about who's the most popular person on TikTok. You, you know, <laughs> it's not me a personal thing. I don't feel indifferent because I'm not on TikTok because I can't figure it out. <laughs> so I, I'm not competing at all. So, so God bless all the TikTok users. But um, it looks fun, but I can't dance. So there it is. Yeah, talent's other other places. Talent is in other places. Oh. But I'm just saying that you know it's it's something for those that that hone their, their talent and you know yeah. God says good things comes to those who wait. Amen. And I appreciate the fact that you have been able to merge the two. You've been able to act and you've been able to sing throughout your career. So you're getting like the best of both worlds. Yeah, you know, I have, you know, I keep getting these singing roles. I even played Whitney Houston. (laughs) And now I'm pulling here back for the real channel. You know, so I do feel like God is is holding a space for that, too, because that, um, and it still is my baby. You know, like I said, music and, and, and. You know, acting and art, you know, they're like my brother and sister, you know, and I, one, 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 at one point you're mad at one and then you're friends with the other and then you're <laughs> mad at the other, you know. So, so that's the kind of relationship when I need to just have harmony amongst my, my talent, <laughs> my skill. Um, so it has been nice. Like, that was one of the things that was really, really nice because I also had a few um, monologic, I know that's not a word, but... Um, <laughs> Some, some, there were some beats where, um, well, the whole thing is acting with the Billie Holiday Club. There were even some moments where I had, like, um, I spoke and had a little monologue and, you know, um, like, like I think I, I did a small little bit, like, right before I, I sung Strange Fruit. Um, so, so there are moments. So it is definitely merged together with, um, with quite a few projects. Amazing. Now, my final question. Yes, this is so awesome. My goodness. Good, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely enjoyed talking with you. You have a great story. So my final question. Oh, it's. Oh yeah, yeah. My final question. You mentioned <laughs> earlier, you said you have dreams that are like bigger than yourself. Like what are some of the things that you want to do, see yourself doing, working towards? Like what are some of those big goals that you have? Oh, boy. You will say the 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 big one for last, huh? <laughs> um, again, this is my me going into my shell, the introvert. I feel naked right now. Oh. That is, but you have to put things out in the. You have to say them, right? Yeah. You have to vocalize. I mean, you don't them. have to say them all. <clears throat> maybe a few. <laughs> a no, <laughs> I'll give you a couple. Okay. Um, I'll give you my, my my top three. I have. Well, I want to write a book, first of all. Okay. And um, I want to write a book on Christian spirituality and, and dealing with, you know, merging merging the two worlds, you know, merging the secular world and, and merging the world and mirroring how God sees us. Mm-hmm. You know, how does that look on the job? You know, how does that look with female empowerment? How, so I, I want to write a book. It will be, I feel like it will be... Um, uh, female audience, female base, but um, really uh, Christian Christian empowerment. That's kind of been on my back palette. I was 
going to write a book when I first graduated on something um, theological and heavy, and um, God kind of shifted me here. So I'm hoping that that deal is still on the table, and um, and I'm formulating and putting those those pieces together for for that. I have a recurring dream to win an Academy Award. Now I know, I know, but it's it's my dream. And it's recurring, like an actual, actual dream. Mm-hmm. So, and that has always been a dream since a little girl. I used to hold my brush mm-hmm. in the mirror and give my speech. <laughs> so we will see. So I'm going to claim, I will call Claim it, it yeah. Um, definitely. I will claim that. I will call that. Um, but I know that there's a lot of, a lot of hard work that has to go into that. Mm-hmm. But, um. We've also done a lot of hard work, so so we'll see. And I really want to be able to somehow um, merge my position, which I think that, that, that we all have as artists, um, as a Christian, with production here in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know, I would really like to see more Christian-based films films, more faith-based films with African-American cast. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I want to really work through example, kind of peeling back the the stigma of saying you're a Christian and sharing sharing your faith. Mm -hmm. I think we're getting to the point where people are looking for something to believe in. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of negative things out there that are so readily available for people to grasp onto. Mm-hmm. I think it's um, part of somehow my responsibility to to do that and to merge to merge those two mm-hmm. um, and give it some production value. So I'm, I'm working on that in my head. I'm form, I'm formulating that. Um, but those are some things that are on my heart that I wish for. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. And like you said, I know that's a vulnerable thing to share your big dreams and goals, but I appreciate you sharing it and just putting it out there. Definitely. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Now, um, before we wrap, can you let listeners know where they can find you, follow you, keep up with you and, you know, keep up with you on your journey? Yes, uh, I can be found on um, IMDb. Instagram at Audrey C. Harris, and uh, my link in the bio is uh, the new short film, Dear Vivian, that um, just recently virtually streamed. You can check that out there, and um, you can uh, also find me on Twitter by the same name, Audrey C. Harris, as well as on Facebook. Awesome. Well, Audrey, it has <laughs> definitely been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you for coming on the Actors Lounge and sharing your story. Thank you so much, Melody. You are so awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Thank you. That means a lot to me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Stay safe. Thank you. You do the same and you have a good rest of your day, okay? Thank you. You too. All right. Take care. All right. Bye bye.